This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. If Dave Biddle is still on jury duty, then Dwayne Long is here to grace us with his presence. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, well, uh, the sun is shining, so I'm real happy about that. It's likely brief, but actually, I think today we're going to get some sun here in the Gem City as well, and we are happy for that. We are going to talk plenty today. As you all know, tomorrow is the first day of the early signing period. In honor of that, the second half of the show today will be Dwayne's top five class of 2022 Buckeyes, his own ranking. We know the other rankings that 24-7 Sports does, and those are fantastic. But Dwayne's going to give you his top five Buckeyes. And there is some intrigue surrounding them. Dwayne, Steve Wolfong has a story up on 24-7 Sports called Flip Watch. As the hours tick away towards pen to paper, one of the names on there, Terrence Brooks of Little Elm, Texas, the top-rated defensive back in Ohio State's Hall. What do you make of the rumors? It does sound like Texas has cranked it up. Steve Sarkeesian has been in home twice in the last couple of weeks. We all know there's other dudes going from Ohio State to Texas. What are your thoughts on Terrence Brooks and how important he is to this class? That would be bad because he's the top-ranked uh, uh, defensive back in the class the high state class for a reason. He's the best that we're, we're going to get right now. Uh, that would be, that would hurt. We're trying to rebuild this defensive backfield. Got guys last year that I think are going to be outstanding football players. Best class we've had since uh, in three or four years. Um, I'm trying to remember uh, when Sean Wade and those guys came in. That was the last great class that we've had and then last year's class but uh you know you, you got to keep those guys are going to leave early it's going to happen you think denzel uh burke's going to be here after his junior year no he's not we need to keep these guys coming in that would be that would definitely be a loss then if he would uh, flip on us i completely agree that class you're referring to with sean wade was led by texan jeff okuda so we hope that Texan Terrence Brooks leads the defensive backs in this class. Keep it locked into Bucknuts. That's one you want to be pasted here. Follow minute by minute. Another interesting recruitment in the addition factor is Florida International transfer possibility, Miles Frazier. 
an enormous man, six foot six, over 300 pounds, originally from Camden, New Jersey, via prep school. One year at Florida International, his freshman year this year, he was on all of the freshman All-American teams. He put his name in the transfer portal, and I think he was up to 27 offers in about an hour. He has whittled that list down to Ohio State, Florida State, and Louisiana State. You've taken a look at him. I'm not sure there's a starting spot open on the offensive line for next year, but it would be nice to add quality 300-pounders. What do you make of Miles Frazier? Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm concerned. Why are we going after this kid? Yeah, we don't have quality depth. Or, or excuse me, we don't have veteran quality. Look at look at the offensive line. We got a lot of bodies. We got a lot of kids that could be tackles, We but we don't know. Because we haven't seen them. We, you know, going after this guy, what, what concerns me is we're looking at, at uh, an offensive line with, with uh, Paris Johnson at left tackle and Dewan Jones at right tackle. Well, there's a lot of chatter that Dewan Jones may be a kid that could decide to go early. Now, I think he should stay in, but he could go. He's going to be drafted. Uh, probably I wouldn't be surprised if, if he goes as high as a third round right now, I would not be surprised at that at all. So, uh, we got to be concerned that we're going after Frazier for that reason. He's, he is a talent Buckeye nation. We want this kid, but I'm wondering if, you know, we've jumped in there because we're worried that we're going to be looking for another tackle and we'd rather not throw a kid that's you know, throw them to the wolves, uh, you know, trial by fire with some of these younger guys we've got that uh, like Ben Chrisman. Ben Chrisman to me is definitely a tackle, you know, so maybe that's what we're looking at. I'm concerned. That's what I'm saying. I would, I want to see Dewan Jones back. I think he should come back, but I'm wondering now if uh, we're not looking to uh, add a guy who's got time on a football field at the college level onto our offensive line because we're going to need him to come in here and start. Every pro guy we've talked to has said Dewan Jones should stay. So if he makes the decision to leave, it will be against doctor's orders. Two interesting developments in the transfer portal that did not go Ohio State's way. Craig Young left, and when a guy leaves Ohio State, it's always very interesting where he lands. For example, Jameson Williams landed at Alabama, so we all kind of turned our head at that. Craig Young landed at Kansas. Can you put that in perspective for me? No. Why would you transfer to Kansas? He's not from Kansas, is he? I don't believe he is. Why would you go to Kansas? Kansas, when you start ranking the programs from one to where are we at now? Uh, 120 or so schools. Kansas is going to be in that bottom five, if not last. It's the worst program in college football why are you going to go to kansas there's got to be something more going on there somebody some he's he's gotten worked up over some chick or or he's got a family member that is is over there at kansas there's kansas this was a kid that was he played some football here you played at ohio state you were going to play more going forward and you transfer to kansas absolutely makes no sense to me whatsoever I got to assume there's a coach there that he knows and the promise of a ton of playing time. So we wish him the best. 
I mean, imagine he's going to be their best player on defense on day one. Another guy we expected to be in the fold, and he chose elsewhere. Tight end Austin Stogner, a transfer from Oklahoma. I think Spencer Rattler, going from Oklahoma to South Carolina, tipped the hand for Austin Stogner. What's your vibe on the tight end position? Should they be going after another one now? I I think you almost have to, Dan. Let's look at it. Okay, uh, Ruckert's gone. Now we've got uh, Stover coming back, but Stover is an undersized guy. He's punched above his weight uh, as a blocker. He's been really good. You don't expect a guy that size to be as effective a blocker as he was. Uh, But now we need a second one. Who's that going to be? G. Scott? G. Scott's going to – G. Scott's an H-back. And then we got uh, Royer, the kid from Cincinnati. Same thing. They're H-backs. You're not going to be asking those guys. They're going to have to do the same thing Stover did and that is come in and, and punch above their weight and start being able to, to, to help on defensive ends and, and bigger linebackers, and that's just that's not what they're built to do. We don't have a second guy that can come in, and we like running two tights. We love a two-tight end offense. Uh, it's, it's a power game. We like to run it. We don't have that second guy. Now you say, well, you could move another guy over from a, another position uh, to play the other tight end spot. Yeah, but you show your hand that way. You, you're showing that, yeah, they're going to definitely run the ball, or yeah, uh, they don't. That, that guy's not going. They're not going to throw the ball to him. He's a defensive end or a linebacker or something else. He's not a tight end. So you show your hand when you bring a guy over from another position to uh, be a blocker in, the, in a two tight end set. It'd be nice to have landed this kid and all indications where we were going to get him. And now, uh, no. So you got to at least look around for a, a big body that is capable of being, uh, uh, you know, a, a player here. You know, this is Ohio State. You don't do a whole lot of settling. Don't do any as far as I'm concerned. Get a guy in here who can play and could be that second blocker, and you could throw the ball to him. You know, we just don't have the have the big bodies that uh, we're used to having at tight end. That's life in the transfer portal. I have no doubt they will be on to another name if they aren't already. We're going to take a quick break, come back with Dwayne's top five for 2022. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. All right, we are back. The better part of the last three years has been spent forming this recruiting class for Ohio State, and they have the chance to put pen to paper tomorrow, the first day of the early signing period. However, today, Dwayne's going to give us his top five of the guys coming to Columbus. We're going to start with number five, Dwayne. Number five would be Terrence Brooks. He's the best corner we got coming in in this class. I need fans to understand. I go about recruiting, looking at, at the list of talent in a different way. 
fans get all worked up about oh, having a number one class. And that's, that's great to try to have a number one class in the country. But I look to fill needs. That's what I look for. Do we get the players at the positions where we need top talent? And uh, cornerback is going to be one of those things. We're going to lose these kids. They're going to go early. Just we've seen it happen. We know it happens. Having a bunch of guys in here, talented kids, play cornerback, it's massively important in the past happy game that we see today. Brooks, we got it. We got to hang on to him. Yeah, I agree with that. The one thing I do find interesting about corners, though, is I mean, no one thought Denzel Burke was going to step in and do what he did. So it's a big adjustment and you never really know. So like I said, Terrence Brooks has been trained beautifully and it's Texas. So, you know, the level of competition was great. Dwayne, number four. Number four is going to be Kenyatta Jackson. Another thing, those are the guys that are going to leave early. You got to have the guys that are uh, going to rush the passer. Uh, we got to worry about Zach Harrison leaving. Uh, the, from what we've seen of, of Jack Sawyer and, and JTT, they're probably not going to be around here uh, much, uh, uh, much longer either. Not as long as we want to keep them. I doubt either one makes it to the senior year. So keeping high-end talent coming in at the end positions is crucial. Uh, getting him, I'd like to get another one in this class, but uh, that he's definitely one that we want to make sure we get a letter of intent on tomorrow. Getting the top defensive end out of Florida every year is something Ohio State should make a routine, <laughs> and we're happy to have done that with Kenyatta Jackson. Number three. Number three is going to be Devin Brown. Here's a, here's a little, little the, the, the elephant in the middle of the room. We recently, we were looking at uh, a uh, quarterback room. They needed to bring in extra chairs. Now you can get an echo in there. We've got two scholarship quarterbacks, Buckeye Nation, two. And one of them is draft eligible next year. And he was just in New York recently. So we <laughs> we need Devin Brown. Uh, I love the attitude of this kid. He's just a gamer. He just goes. You know, uh, he's he doesn't quit on a play. Very accurate passer. Good-sized kid, moves well. I think he's a steal, especially this late. Yeah, I mean, if you want to feel good about Quinn Ewers transferring, go watch Devin Brown's film. It is eye-popping. Number two. Number two, Sonny Styles. Sonny Styles uh, is, you know, we have not been good at linebacker. Uh, it's it's embarrassing how long it's been since we have been good at linebacker across the board. These kind of talents coming in, it's it's huge. This kid, he's coming in, and the only reason he's coming in, Dan, he knows he's going to play next year. He's going to play. That there was no reason for him to come in early if he was just going to be a uh, uh, sit on the bench and wait until the following year. No, he's coming in to play. He is a beast of an athlete. And that's so much more what you need at linebacker these days. These guys that uh, would have been big safeties not too many years ago, they got to bring that athleticism down uh, to linebacker. And this kid is just a tremendous athlete. First I saw him was as a basketball player, and I was like, wow, why isn't this kid going to play basketball? He's that kind of an athlete. 
and we're going to get him at linebacker, and he will play this year. He's a pro. Sometimes you see guys who are put on this earth to do a certain thing, and Sonny is one of them. We are very fortunate to have him in the fold. Those that are worried about him coming a year early, it would do him no good to go back to pick central. He wouldn't learn a thing. He looked like a man among boys this year. I don't know what the turn would be for next year. Finally, number one. C.J. Hicks. C.J. Hicks, I saw film of him all year. Films were popping up. Bill was putting uh, uh, films of, of Hicks up. He is special. Right up there with Sonny Styles. Uh, a little, he's a year older, which is going to help him. A little bit more mature. Uh, C.J. Hicks is special. I know that uh, Powers was uh, player of the year in Ohio. But I, just from watching both of them on film, as happy as I am to have gay powers, I, uh, CJ Hicks is something else. Buckeye Nation, we get him and Sonny Styles on the field at the same time. Don't know where we're going to have powers. think he might be a linebacker, but he could grow into an end. But uh, just that is the best linebacker, set of linebackers we've recruited here in more years than I care to think about. And finally, upgrading the talent there. Really upgrading the talent. Yeah, the defensive line haul last year was a thing where you thought maybe we got four pros. I think linebacker this year, when you look at Styles, Hicks, and Powers, it looks like they got three pros, guys that could step in and be your trio and dominate. Big, rangy, fast, athletic dudes that fit the mold, like you said. So the future at linebacker is probably brighter right now than it's been in some time. Keep it locked in here, Bucknutters. There's a lot going on for the next 36 hours or so. You don't want to be anywhere else. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Bucknutters.